Call to the booth. The Broncos coming off a tough loss this week, but the future is bright. Paul, drop that beat. We're back with more Call to the Booth. Harrison Sanford on this side, Akeem Tlaib on the other side. Walking into a week 16 after a hectic week 15, Akeem back in the booth this past weekend in Detroit. And of mm-hmm. course, we're going to talk about those Broncos who had a heartbreaking loss at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. So matter of fact, let's talk about them right now. Uh, Akeem, playoff chance is still there. They're looking up at a lot of teams, but it seems as if might be time to turn the page to the future. Uh, based on how uh, what happened this past weekend in Denver, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's a it's a long shot if they get into the playoffs. Now you got to depend on teams to lose, and you basically got to win out. So it's a long shot, man. But the the future is definitely promising for these guys, man. Uh, they lost the game. Defense still played good enough to win. I thought uh, that offense just got to got to get moving, man. And quarterback driven league, Harrison. Quarterback is the answer, man. The O-line can run the ball. They got backs. They got receivers. They got a defense. You need a quarterback in place, and the Broncos might could do something. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of Broncos fans had some hopes there coming towards the end of the game. Then that Drew Locke fumble uh, really kind of turned the tide. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater got carted off. He had to suffer the concussion. It does not look likely that he'll be playing what do you give them as their chances uh, with Drew Locke presumably going to be the starting quarterback with now, now that he probably knows he's going into this week as a starting quarterback? I don't know. I think Teddy won a job for a reason, man. Teddy protected football. He's just a, a, a better leader out there, in my opinion. Uh, now, Drew Locke, might, he, he, showed his, he showed the signs, man. He showed the flashes and the signs that uh, big time plays here and there. But I don't know if he's the guy, man. I think if he was the guy, he would have won it at the beginning, right, Harrison? He ain't winning at the beginning, so now you're basically going into it with your number two quarterback. And I don't, I don't know if you want to try to win out the end of the season with your number two quarterback. Yeah, we're going to talk about that matchup against the Raiders in a little bit, but I want to also talk about uh, you being back in the booth since our Broncos fans that watch the show uh, keep up with you regardless of what team uh, you're, you're covering. So you're in the booth in Detroit. Yes, sir. Uh, everybody believes that the Arizona Cardinals are one of the best teams in the league. Well, they lost to one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. And it wasn't even close. I mean, we knew DeAndre Hopkins wasn't going to play and we don't expect him to play for the rest of the regular season. Uh, but still, 17-0 at halftime, what was your vantage point of that game at Ford Field? Uh, man, well, I knew the Lions would come out and be physical and, and run, try to run the ball good, right? That's, that since Dan Campbell took over these play calls, they running the hell out of the football, right? He's making sure. You, know, you can know we're running it. It don't matter. But uh, I knew they'd do that, man. And, and, and the Lions got a, got a solid-ass O-line. They, they, they something like the Broncos. <laughs> they, if they're a couple pieces away, bro, they playing so hard, and it's going to carry over to next year. And they playing so hard under Dan Campbell and all those ex-players as coaches. It's, it's different having them ex-players as coaches in your locker room. You just respect them more, man. You play, you play hard for them. So I knew the game would be close. I knew they'd come out, play hard, run the football. But it's something about these Cardinals and these elimination, I mean, these uh, playoff clinching games, man. They 0-4 now, and they just look terrible in these playoff playoff clinching games. And I really think it's mental, man. They downplayed it when we we did, like, the production interviews and stuff. 
I'm saying they, you know, it is what it is, but they just ain't look good. They look kind of nervous. It was, it was just not good football at all. And, and it was out physical by the Lions. One thing that uh, some a group of friends actually pointed out to me as well, Kyler Murray's uh, body language doesn't seem to always be the best when they're right. not winning. That one, that one play where A.J. Green did not come back to the ball as opposed to running after the defender who intercepted it, he was motioning that he should have came back. It's, uh, the timing doesn't seem right uh, for, for that. Uh, real quick, I know you guys watch Akeeb on Thursdays as well because he's on Amazon Prime on the Twitch feed. So he was able to see that Chiefs versus Chargers. Chargers lost that game against the Chiefs. Looks like the Chiefs are going to run away with the AFC West now, or potentially. Real quickly on the fourth and short approach, uh, fourth and go approach from Brandon Staley before we get into your no-fly zone <laughs> rankings. I mean, as you said, he, he said it best, right? He said, that's how we're going to play around here. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off sometime like it did the first time he played the Chiefs. And it's going to bite you in the ass sometimes like it did the second time he played the Chiefs, man. So... The Lions did it yesterday. They were super aggressive and they went for it. It paid off for them. They went for it and they end up stealing, stealing possessions and they won the game. So it's just playing with fire, man. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I don't really think there's no rhyme or, rhyme or reason to it. All right, before we get into our second segment, give everybody a no-fly zone going into week 16, please. No-fly zone going into week 16. Now the, now the Cowboys skyrocket up to number one. And they taking the ball away at a crazy pace, man. They honestly, the Cowboys looking like they have the championship defense in the NFL right now. That's the one who looked like they'd be the best defense in the league. Hot from the rush to the coverage to the taking the ball away, man. They hot. Number two, Patriots. They they lost. They definitely didn't play bad. Carson Wentz had like 60 yards passing. Uh, the Dolphins at number three. The Saints get the shutouts. Uh, slide back in at number four. The Chiefs. Uh, go down to number five. We're going to talk about that Broncos versus the Raiders game in our next segment and look at your power rankings coming off of those no fly zone rankings. This is called to the booth for Key to Leap Harrison Sanford. Stay with us. A bunch of you must have seen the key on Monday night football with the sheriff Peyton Manning doing the Manning cast. Akeem. Yes, sir. A joy cool, to watch. Man. Yeah, it was a joy to watch. What was your favorite part of the experience? Uh, I don't know. Just just Eli firing Peyton up the whole time. <laughs> Eli just joke on Peyton the whole time, man. So that'd be super funny to me, man. But just, you know, just to get a chance, get the call from Peyton. The whole, that's my favorite part of the experience. The random text at a random time of the day, bing. And it's Peyton like, hey, you coming on the show? Woo -doo, woo -doo, woo, with his little jokes in there and stuff. So the invite definitely was my favorite part. For sure. And I didn't know, I didn't get the story about, I didn't know there was a sock story. Uh, that you had his socks as well. Are there a key to leave socks? Can we get some? Yeah, the they got them. I think DT, DT was in the locker room. Somebody sent them some socks and they had like all the star players. Everybody had a pair of socks with everybody. But when, when, when we get gifts like that in the locker room, we kind of just go put it on the table in the locker room. And then, you know I'm saying? If you want it, you can get it. But DT was like, I got these socks, y'all. He put them on the table. And, uh, you know, I'm big dog in there. Give me the patents. You know what I'm saying? You know, people wanted them payments, but I big dog them payments though. You know what I'm saying? Big dog lead. Give me them payments. Back with more Call to the Booth, Harrison Sanford, to keep to lead for our fans in the Rocky Mountain region. This is a snippet of what we do on our regular show. Make sure you find us on your podcast feed, Call to the Booth, wherever you get your podcast, and obviously on YouTube as well. All right, Akeem, week 16, every week, we don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, <laughs> our rankings going into this week. Going into week 16, the Packers, number one, controlling their own destiny. The Chiefs, 
control and they on in the AFC. Cowboys at three, Rams at four, uh, Patriots at five. So the Buccaneers not in the power rankings and had a chance to clinch the NFC South on Sunday night football. But man, they got more than just a loss of a game. Looks like yeah. Chris Godwin's going to be done for the rest of the regular season. That's the newest reports on Monday. Uh, Leonard Fournette had a hamstring injury, so he's probably going to miss a couple of games. Uh, Mike Evans had a hamstring injury, probably going to miss a couple of games. They do play the Panthers and the Jets and then the Panthers to end the season. So they'll probably still make the playoffs for sure. Right. But do those injuries concern you going into the playoffs? Because it might, they probably are not going to finish with the number one seed now, but maybe they will. We'll see. Maybe they will. We don't know. We, we're talking about Tom Brady here. But uh, so I did the power rankings, right? I went Packers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Rams. I got the number five. So I was like, you know, hmm, Bucks or the Patriots? Who I want to put in, man? So I kind of went off the game. And I felt like going forward, the Patriots might be in better shape than, than, than the Bucks, man. Because like you said, Fournette down. Evans down, Godwin down, three big dogs of your offense. They they gonna miss multiple weeks and them hamstrings. If Fournette can't even walk on a hamstring, I'd have had a bad hamstring before this. It's gonna take five six weeks. So who knows if he'd be ready for the playoffs? They might not have a bye week. I don't know. It's just it was it was concerning to me them going forward. That's why I didn't put them at number five because I I don't know how good they're gonna be going forward without those guys. And a, a super important name that we didn't mention, Levante David left the game with a foot injury. You know what I'm saying? So bad timing on these injuries for the Bucs, man. Everybody going to get hurt every year, but it's all about timing. So you want them injuries to come early in the season so you can get guys back. It's kind of going the opposite way for the Bucs. All right, the Broncos back on the roads, presumably with Drew Locke here at quarterback, one and a half point underdogs at Las Vegas, 42 and a half over under a key, but you got for week 16. Uh, I definitely think it'll go under. This would be a, a low 20s to low teens type of game. Broncos going to Vegas for the first time. Mm, no quarterback. I'm a rob with the Raiders, man. I think the Raiders going to get it done. Uh, just, a, just, a, just a division game. They're going to play hard, run the football. I got to go with the Raiders, man. I, I, I don't really like what the Broncos got going right now. Broncos will have the rest advantage with the Raiders playing on Monday Night Football. We'll see if that translates to the actual final score. That's the key to lead. I'm Harrison Sanford. Make sure you come back next week.